Welcome to this week's episode of Uganda's Oil. My name is Simon. This is our first episode and this podcast is produced by Uganda Business News and will be dedicated to all things oil. The region in which oil is found is referred to as the Albertine Graben. It measures about 26,000 square miles. In total, there are 121 exploration and appraisal wells that have been drilled and oil has been found in 106 wells. The 26,000 square miles are divided into five blocks called exploration areas. It is these areas that government licenses different companies to explore. Heritage Oil, for example, initially had exploration rights to Exploration 3 south of the Lake Albert, but later sold its stake to Talo Oil. The name Heritage might be familiar if you remember the scandal which involved the then Prime Minister, John Patrick Amamambabazi, Hilary Onek, who was then Energy Minister, and Sam Kutesa, who was the Foreign Minister then. That was when Heritage in 2009 offered to sell its stake to Italian Eni. They were rumored to have taken bribes to influence the deal, which they denied. They were later cleared after parliamentary investigation. At the time, Parliament decided to hold all oil deals until the necessary laws were in place. The Jersey-based independent oil exploration company, founded by a one Anthony Buckingham, a former British mercenary, first came to Uganda in 1997. After Heritage, in August of 2010, sold its interest in Uganda's oil for $1.5 billion to Talo Oil, the revenue collection body Uganda Revenue Authority slapped a $404 million capital gains tax on the transaction, which the two companies protested, arguing that it was not closed in Uganda. Now, a recent expose by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists showed that Heritage knew beforehand of the imminent tax liability weeks before it was officially imposed and contracted tax accountants and lawyers to fight it off as unwarranted and illegal. Heritage settled for two options tackle the levy head-on, and on failing, move the business and assets to a tax haven with the professional help of lawyers and accountants. But because Talo, as the buyer, had yet to pay heritage, government threatened not to renew its exploration licenses, which were due to expire unless it deducted and remitted the equivalent capital gains tax. The case went to court first at the Tax Apparatus Tribunal in Kampala and the International Tribunal in London which both ruled in favor of Uganda Revenue Authority. Now, in 2012, Talo, which now held exploration rights for Exploration 3, sold 66.6% of its stake to France's Total and China's Sinuk. The transaction also attracted another huge tax bill, which Talo protested, and still the case went to court. But that's another long story for another day. Sinuk took over Exploration 3, which is also commonly known as the Kingfisher block. Because most work on the block had been finalized by the time of the sale, Sinuk was in 2013 granted a production license, which is ideally green light to start production. Production is, however, pending construction of a crude export pipeline to export oil to the international market. Between 10 and $15 billion, about the size of Uganda's budgets for the next two financial years, is required to facilitate the process leading to commercial production. This podcast is powered by Kabalega Media. For the latest news and insights from the industry, check out ugbusiness.com.